Hello, and welcome to the Infinite Escape Room, the podcast where a band of lovely friendly pops have a drink and work together to solve a homemade escape room. I'm Mike, I am drinking a Shiraz, which is very nice, a little bit dry, and locked in with me today, we have... I'm Chris Hunt, and I'm drinking a Nesquik milkshake. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Are you five? I... No, but this is one of the wonders of having a seven-year-old daughter. (sighs) You can have Nesquik in the house. It doesn't seem weird. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Ben Lavery Griffiths, and I'm drinking a peanut butter milk stout, and it is rather foul. Uh, Oh, that's that's not good. No, it it was bought on a whim, and um, it won't be bought again. Is it going to be finished? So this isn't the first can I've had, but it was the only thing I had in. Um, And uh, we're about... One or two have been finished, and then one or two haven't. So we'll see how much is left by the end. Fair enough. So, how does it work? Each week we'll get locked into one of the Infinite Escape Room's many themed escape rooms. We'll have to solve a series of puzzles in order to escape. Puzzles that we've each carefully crowned with our own diddly little fingerly wingerlies. If we get stuck, we'll get offered a clue. But that'll add a minute onto our time, and if we don't escape within the hour, then terrible things befall us. Okie dokie, let's enter the Infinite Escape Room. This week we open the door to find ourselves in a stale, tiled space. The ceiling curves over our heads, joining walls covered in yellowing posters for the Lion King, and lingering aroma of London Tramp. We must be in a disused train station, and as the sounds of the weekly strike echo down the tracks, the weird twiddly pole barrier thing clangs shut behind us. It's locked with three whimsical padlocks, and we best get out of here before the unions arrive and infect us with idleness. Okay, so in front of us we see... The ticket office, the tracks, and the maintenance room. What do we want to do first? We've not done a Chris puzzle first. I like the idea of doing um, the tracks. Okay, then. To the races. You go to the edge of the platform and you drop down onto the tracks. And the tracks disappear off into the distance. Two dark, deep tunnels. What would you like to do? I would like to look at the tracks beneath my feeties. The, the tracks. Hmm. You can explore the tunnel going forwards or backwards. Ben? Hmm. I would like to explore the track going forwards. So you start walking forwards into the darkness, and just, just in your vision, you think you can see a figure right in front. And then there's another figure. That's spooky. And they're slightly lit from the back with this flickering electric light. So we've got two figures. Can we can we approach? Can we? In, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to. I want to. I want to see these two two spooky figures. So you get closer down the track, and you find the figures are in fact mannequins that have been dressed as uh, crash test dummies. Crash test dummies dressed as crash test dummies. They're, they're definitely like store mannequins. They're not crash test dummies. Okay. Ah. You can also see that. There's a big concrete barrier blocking the track that you can't get through. And the on the side of the track, you notice there's some maintenance equipment. There's a ladder, toolbox, that sort of stuff. Oh no, not another bloody toolbox! <laughs> oh Ben, you don't you don't even know Ben. You don't even know. Can we have a look at the toolbox? You <laughs> you open the toolbox, face down the toolbox. It's like yeah, hammer, screwdriver. Not too much in there. I want to wave the hammer around. Put the hammer up, you wave it around. Can I wave the screwdriver? Yeah, you wave it around. Uh, as you're waving it around, you accidentally catch it on the uh, wall by the side, 
and twist your wrist. And you're like, ah! Ouch, that seems mean. Okay, um, can, can I take a look at the um, at the crash test dummies? The crash test mannequins? Shop mannequins. Got, like, patches on them, and they're wearing, like, pretend hard hat kind of worker clothes. Ben? So I'm going to say we should wander back down towards the backwards of the tracks. Good shout. Okay. So as you go back down through the platform and down through the next dark corridor, you find a train parked on the tracks, not moving. You're at the front of the train. You know how we took the piss out of John for saying benches were in bays? Ben used to work on trains. Ben, can you park a train? Of course you can. Well, you normally stable it. Ah, there we go. Oh, okay. That's too far <laughs> off. The, the train is stabled on the same tracks. Is that does that count as stapling? I don't. Yeah, you can do that. I mean, it's not technically allowed. Okay. But, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can in an abandoned subway. Absolutely. Okay, so are we, are we able to uh, to to get into the train? Yeah, you get into the train. You, uh, it's just the doors unlocked and there's yeah, you get in there. The key's in there. Is it the key? No, it's not the key. It's the key. The key for the train is in there. Not, not the key. You can have a go at turning it. Nothing really happens. Sort of standard sort of control panel and sort of keyboard and stuff. I don't know why, but I kind of want to plow this train into the crash test dummies. No, anyway, Ben, what do you think? Should we perhaps first um, take a quick look at the rest of the train? Yeah, good shout. Are you going through the train itself or are you going on the outside? Through the train itself. Through the train itself. So you go through the train... Passenger train, keep going through. The second carriage you get to, you notice there's more mannequins in there mm. set up as crash test dummies. Uh, some of them are standing, like, holding onto the um, rails. Uh, some of them are sat down. Some of them are arranged in little family groups. Hmm. Uh, and then you get to the third and uh, final carriage, a pretty small train. There's uh, one outside light flickering. That's the only light you can see by. Is uh, Can we inspect the outside of the train? Are you getting out of the, th- of the third carriage? Yes, please. So you get the back end of the third carriage. You come back out into the uh, tunnel and the tracks disappear off into the darkness and there's some cabling above you. Am I able to inspect the cabling? Yeah, you inspect the cabling and you find three cables that have been severed. There's a red one, a brown one and a blue one. Uh, and you happen to notice that on the other side, there's the same coloured cables, and that looks like where they've been severed. You can tell that the they wouldn't reach across the gap. It's like someone's taken the cables out. How long's the gap? Yeah, yeah, yeah half half the width of the, the tunnel you're in. Oh, okay. Hmm. And they, they look like they should have sort of gone over the top of the train. So, sorry, are the cables running sort of uh, across the track or with the track? Well, they're, they're dangling down either side, but they look as if they should have run across the top of the train. They okay. So, so they're currently like, are they dangling down over the top of the train? Oh uh, no, they're dangling down the sides of the, the tunnels. There's other cables around as well. Okay. Um, I don't know. I feel like we should patch these cables up with the other cables. Are you thinking what I'm thinking, Mike? Uh, I was thinking ram train into town crash test tummies because I'm a twelve year old boy. But what were you thinking? <laughs> maybe we grab hold of the cables and then maybe you know, if we outreach our arms we can touch each other and that sounds bad <laughs> we can um... I am 100% behind this <laughs> hold me Ben are you gonna do yeah this? let's try this yeah so what we've got we've got brown green and red was it yeah which ones are you gonna 
Brown's usually the earth, isn't it? So that's the one we don't want to touch. Okay, okay yeah. Should we, can we can we join together the uh, the brown with your own bodies on the brown? Okay. <laughs> so as you make contact between <laughs> each other, like I'm assuming you're gonna grip hands last. Um, the sudden spark of electricity floods between you, and you both immediately lose consciousness. What seems like hours later, you might wake up, and you sort of check on Ben, and, and he's okay, like, still breathing, and you sort of rouse him getting back up. And, uh, yeah, you're, you're both on top of the train, having uh, had a pretty near miss. What about the blue one? <laughs> <laughs> God. Yeah, what about the blue one? Are you actually no. Try maybe, this? maybe we should try Mike's idea. <laughs> was my idea the red one? What, what was Mike's idea? <laughs> I think I had something about going back in the train. <laughs> okay, yeah let's let's drive let's drive the train into the mannequins. Do you want to go to the front of the train and try and drive it? So you go to the front of the train. Uh, you try and turn the key that's in there to start it. Nothing happens. Okay. Am I able to inspect? Is there anything to see, like in the controls of the train? No, no, so there's a little keyboard, and there's a key for the ignition, and sort of standard train controls. Okay. Can I suggest you do a check of your inventory? Hammer and screwdriver. Oh, you've got the whole toolbox. Which was full of a hammer and screwdriver. And other usual things. And and other usual, or like, like um, what was it? Like, like a ramp. Like a wooden <laughs> ramp. <laughs> Well, okay, so the, the toolbox has got hammer and screwdriver, probably some pliers. I'm completely stumped. Is this train an electric train or a diesel train? It's an electric train. So, somewhere we should have a contact for some... Uh, right, is there a third rail or are we uh, are we looking at the um, overhead cables as being the source of electricity? Given what happened, I think I think you know that the overhead cables are the source of electricity. We know that they are a source of electricity, not necessarily <laughs> the definitive source. And the circuit currently looks broken, doesn't it? Does the circuit look broken to you? I mean, I've had quite a shock. <laughs> um, so you mentioned there were other wires in there. Yeah, there's other wires around the, the around the wall. They're a bit smaller. Okay, than the big chunky ones on top. Okay, um, so are we able to like pull in any of them off the wall with our with our magic pliers? Just yeah, snip them? you can you can start snipping them off. Some of them are like quite awkward for you to get through. You have to spend quite a few minutes clipping through them bit at a time. You eventually uh, manage to get through the cable, and then yeah, you've got some assorted cables. Yeah. Okay, cool. Let's patch up the cables. Okay, so you get up there. Um, you, you sort of jury rig them together with some. Knotting. Oh, hang on, hang on. Is there a circuit breaker? I've already had one nasty zap today. I don't want... <laughs> Did the toolbox contain marigolds? Can we uh, put some rubber gloves on, please? <laughs> a marigold's going to be enough. You get it connected. Are you going to join like the last last bit of cable? Benjo? Yes. Yeah? Okay. You join it up, and immediately you hear a whirring sound as the train starts up and starts moving. What do you want to do? Shit. I don't think that's an option. It, it's not investigate action shit. It's the, the three commands. <laughs> well, I'm presuming we're on the train, so it's You're moving. On we're the on train, it, and it's starting to move quickly. Michael, think what you want to do. <laughs> I would like to disembark the train. Okay, so you jump off the train. And you're on the track, and the train just shoots off, going faster and faster and faster down the track. And you hear this massive crashing sound. 
Shall we go investigate the uh, the other end of the track? I was thinking puzzle well solved, to be perfectly honest. I was like, yep, we got rid of that pesky train. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Before we go, can we check under the tracks where the train was in case Chris is a sneaky fuck and left a key there? Okay, you check. There's nothing There's nothing on the tracks that you, that you notice. Okay. Okay, so you walk down the tracks, you walk back to the, town, the, uh, the other tunnel, and you see that the area's been completely decimated. The, the bits of mannequin lying all over the place. Um, and you're sort of climbing over, and eventually you get to the front of the train where that hit. And it's it's the worst part of the entire accident. But you happen to notice that the control panel in the train was uh, was damaged and thrown out of the train. And one of the keys from the keyboard, the control key, is left lying uh, on the ground. Ah, I see. There's... I'm impressed there's only a limited number of key puns left. <laughs> so, so congratulations. <laughs> so you you found the control key and you walk back down the tunnel uh, to the tube station, climb back onto the platform, and you're back into the station. Okay, that's good. I like that. Okay, so left we have the maintenance cupboard and the, uh, the ticket office. So what do we fancy next, chaps? Let's do the maintenance cupboard next. Okay, yeah, I'm good for that. Maintenance cupboard it is. Also, oh, this is my puzzle. You go up to a door that says maintenance on it. You gently push the door open and find it doesn't budge. So you push a bit harder, and whatever is behind it gives way. As you walk in, the door slams behind you. What you see in front of you is a smallish room that is very, very messy. There's To your right, there is some cleaning supplies. There's a bin in the corner overflowing. As you look down the room, to your left, there are some shelves. To the right, there are sort of a, a wall of those little slidey-out tiny boxes. And at the end, there is a desk uh, with a uh, what looks like a computer on it. And it looks quite a messy desk, lots of papers. Can we go and ex- inspect the desk? You can. You walk down the room to the desk. There's a little swivel chair. On the wall... I'm going to kind of sit on the chair. You may. I'm not going to inspect the desk, like standing up. That's too much like hard work. Oh, of course. Uh, on the wall above the desk is a cabinet that has keys written on it. There's an untidy stack of notes on the desk and an old PC monitor and a keyboard. A very grubby looking keyboard. Can we open the cabinet with keys written on it? It is locked. Damn it. Does the computer power on? Does the PC power on? The PC is whirring under the desk, but there's nothing on the screen. If I wiggle the mouse, does the screen come on? You wiggle the mouse and hear some cluttering from the tower underneath the desk, but the screen remains black. Can I can I reach around behind the computer and check it's plugged in? <laughs> you reach around behind the computer and find it is not plugged in. <laughs> okay, can I plug the monitor into the computer, please? You plug the monitor into the computer and the screen comes flashing into life. A login screen. I was really hoping the power cable would be too short and Chris would have to bridge it with his body. <laughs> Can I check the piles of paper uh, for, for like a password or something? You rustle through the piles of paper and find a report on a member of staff that seems to share the office and also a key. What's the key for? The key looks like it might fit in the key cabinet. Okay, so I go to the key cabinet, I try and open it. And inside is a bunch of keys. Uh, I'd say a bunch, sort of uh, little hooks with, with different keys on. Okay. None of them have labels. Oh, God. This this feels like based on a real-life situation, Ben. Is there anything else in the pile of uh, papers I can find? 
So there's this report about one of the employees that seems to share the office. Would you like to read it? Yes. You scan through the report and find that the report is about someone called Derek, who appears to be very dirty. Perhaps they are responsible for the mess in this office. The report goes on to say that the employee doesn't wash their hands, doesn't put things away in the correct place. It goes on to say that there are bolts in the tidy boxes that haven't been put away in size order. They are constantly chomping on what looks like hazelnuts. Sometimes they're chocolate-covered. They're generally slobby, and they have a cat called Snuzzles. Okay. Is there anything else on the desk? Uh, no. Okay, what else was in the room again? Uh, we had some pull-out tidy drawers, didn't we? Can we take a look at those? You go over to the tidy drawers and find they all have little locks on that look like they match the keys uh-huh. from the box. Can we, can we crack those bad boys open with our little line of keys? You can. So one thing to note is that all the little drawers seem to have... A lot of them have labels on, a lot of them have labels that are rubbed off. So the bottom row are bolts, and you can see that they're quite clearly out of size order from the numbers on them. Is the one with Derek's name on it? There is not. On the middle row, there is a, a few that you can't see what, what the labels might have been. There's a drawer that has cab keys written on it. And then the rest of the row appear to be sort of nuts, perhaps for the bolts. On the top, there is a drawer that says wires, one that says toilet flanges, a tea key drawer, and a drawer of assaulted bulbs. A tea key drawer? So was there any, were there any drawers with numbers on it? Did I miss that? The bolts have the measurements of each bolt on. Okay. So would you like to try and open any in particular? Would you like to read any labels closer? Um, can we have a closer look at the tiki drawer? You open the tiki drawer and it contains tikis. What, like the little kind of um, little religious mannequin things? Uh, without a head, yes. Ah, okay. Do they not normally have a head? I'm not very culturally aware. Not these ones. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, what was the bottom drawers again? The bottom drawers were the bolts. The bolts. Okay, can we, can we look through the bolts? Are there any keys that open the bolt? There are, so all the keys are there for the bolts. Going from left to right, uh, you have a quick look in all of them, they all do contain bolts. Going from left to right, the leftmost one contains the 6mm bolts, the next one contains the 8mm, the 2mm, the 4mm, the 12mm, and the 10mm bolts. So quite clearly out of order. Yeah, this is this is upsetting. This, this, it's not, it's not organised properly. Can I change the order back around to make it correct, please? Uh, you can do. So you go, uh, what, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12? Yeah. You take the drawers out. They're quite heavy, especially the larger size bolts. But you manage to put them out in order. And now they're in order. Brilliant. I'm happy. I'm done. Cool. Yep. So that's two mysteries we solved today. The mystery of the <laughs> fucking stuck-up mannequins who needed a train to the face. And the mystery of the spooky bolts. Yeah, Mike, can you, you take the rest of it from here? I'm, I've done the important bit. Um, I've been, <laughs> but this is why we need you solving puzzles. I started drawing like the the drawers that you described, and then I kind of got into it and started doing like three D draws, and then I got distracted. <laughs> and then I was like, "Oh, it sounds like Chris has got this." How many, um, how many keys have we got left? You've got all the keys to the to, to the little drawers. There are no more keys than, than other than on the on the drawers. Yeah, are the keys for all the drawers? Yes, you've got keys for all the little drawers. I'm going to open all the drawers. All the drawers. Okay. Yeah, just tell me what's in there. In fact, yeah, can we go from bottom to top? What was in them again? We had, um... we've, done, we've done the bottom row already. So bottom row's already done. You've, you've taken all the bolt drawers out and put them nicely back into order. Undone Derek's work. On the middle shelf, you've got cab keys. You open that and uh, it indeed has uh, cab keys in it. Not unlike the key that you saw in the train on the tracks. Mm. And then the remainder of the drawers have got nuts of different sizes and a Tupperware tub is in one of them. Oh. Is there anything in the Tupperware tub? So you go to open the Tupperware tub and find that there is a chain around it that you can't take off and a padlock, one of the ones that have got four combination numbers on. 
uh, with a note saying, Derek, stop leaving your crap around here. What order were the bolts in before, in size order? Well, you've put them back into order now. Oh, bollocks. Damn it, Chris. <laughs> Curse your proto-autism. <laughs> God, I might have ruined this one. I can't I, I, I love the idea that we've broken Ben's puzzle by, <laughs> by failing to remember the order of bolts. Eight, we're at eight, six, two, four, ten, twelve. Okay, so there's only four numbers. So do you want to go for the first four that you said? 8624. 8624. So you spin the wheels of the little padlock to 8624, and there's a little bit of give, which means that you're almost there, but not quite right. Oh, 86210. There is no 10 on the on the scroll, which they go <laughs> 0 to 9. 862... Oh, crap, what bolt sizes are there? This, this is the part of me that's like, time to stop recording, roll back the recording. You definitely got the, the correct numbers, but in maybe not quite the right sequence. Oh, Christ. 6824? Uh, you uh, you spin the wheels to six eight two four and the lock cracks open. Yes, yes. Blind luck, baby. <laughs> Blind luck and ignorance and drawing instead of taking notes. Sweet. Okay. Brute <laughs> forcing escape. Oh yes. Uh, you un- undo the chains and lift the lid off the top of wet up. Inside is what looks like you hope some chocolate covered hazelnuts, although it smells rather rank. <laughs> and what's this? Dirty Derek's feculent flange key. You have solved the puzzle. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I was convinced we were going to find a password in there. Also, feculent flange. Thank you for that. You open the door back to the the station and walk out into the corridor. Fabuloso. Okay, so we've got the feculent flatulence key and the control key, which leaves my puzzle, the the ticket office. Let's head to the ticket office. Okay, so for this gentleman, I'm going to need you to open Discord. You approach the ticket office, and you see this. Please feel free to say what you see. It's London Underground ticket station that's kind of old. There's a out and in sign on either side of it, and some leaflets and a poster. And a sort of a lamp over the top of the little window. Oh, yeah, there's a little lamp, and there's a, um, a stroller gate to the right of it. There's also what looks like a light switch on the outside of the window. So this is this is where we find ourselves. Yep, so that, this is where you find yourselves. Can I have a look in the ticket office? Uh, so you'll notice that there's a uh, pull-down glass safety screen to protect the employees from people who are cross about strikes. Ben, do you want to give that a punch? <laughs> Ow! <laughs> Seems fairly solid. Ben suffers an electric shock and is unconscious for three days. <laughs> he wakes up and the first thing he sees is Chris's face. A little too close for comfort. <laughs> they exchange a knowing look. <laughs> Can I, can I climb over the barrier? You can. You'll find on the other side of the barrier is just some tiles followed by a grated gate. Can I, from that other angle, can I see into the ticket office? Is there a way to get in? Um, you can't see any more than you can see at the moment. The ticket office itself is, is rather dim. The glass is, as you can see, quite grubby. It's quite hard to see inside. Can I get some leverage and like yank the screen at all? This is a piece of high-quality London Underground equipment. You'd, it would need more than a firm <laughs> yank to break that bad boy. Of course, yes, of course. Can we have a look under the shelf to the ticket window? Uh, you certainly can. You look under the shelf and find three bits of stuck-on hard chewing gum. So we're about to the right around to the left. Is there anything to the left? There's nothing to the left. Oh, is the the light switch? Does the light switch do anything? Would you like to find out? Yeah, press the light switch. You press the light switch, you hear a click. There is what appears to be... So on the to, to the left of the window, there is an underground sign. And after clicking the, the light switch, there is the O on oh, ground. Oh, God, there is a red dot. Red dot pit, which leads me to believe that we're about to be snipered. <laughs> okay, I'm going 
going to jump onto the ground. I'm falling right down and flat. The dot does not follow you. Okay, can I inspect the poster in more detail? You certainly can. On closer inspection, you see that it's a uh, apologies for transforming the tube poster with the London Underground logo in big in the middle. The O has been replaced with a red circular thing, which looks depressible. Oppress it. You depress it. You put have triggered the Underground's special anti-spunk system. This is a blue light <laughs> slash white light, which they use to clean all the sperm off of the tracks and train seats at the end of the day. <laughs> Ben, I think we should perhaps, given the message I can now see, which I, I don't want to know what that was written in or how that was written, but maybe as we're good pals, we should pull these bars together, the, the bars in front of the ticket. Um, I think office. we probably should. So I'll take yeah. the uh, the right one. You take the left. I'll take the left. Yeah, sure. We pull the bars. You pull the bars. The ticket office window opens. Ooh. I'm going to climb straight inside that. I'll wait outside. Okay, so um, for the for the purposes of people at home, when they press the button, the room went all different funky colourified and a secret message was revealed to them. Uh, the, the, the ticket office door has, has sprung open uh, and you see that behind it, there's actually not really much space at all. This looks like a training ticket office. Within, however, this device pops out. Uh, go stop. Closed door. Uh, is that what? What's the the key? Is that inside the device, or is that just on the outside of it? Oh, that's just um, um, a marking on the device. So, do you, do you want to just describe um, what you can see? So, there's three buttons on top of a box. From left to right, the buttons are marked "Go," "Stop," and "Close Doors." And there's a marking of a key on it as well. Oscar, oh, I'm going to hit the go button. What happens? You hit the go button. Nothing happens. Hit the stop button. Nothing happens. Doors button. Nothing happens. Hmm. As I should, I should uh, remind you as well that the ticket office itself was uh, was very shallow. There wasn't actually space for a person. It felt more like a training ticket office. This could potentially be a training device. Is there anything else in the ticket office when we sort of reach in? No. But it's really small, like I couldn't even fit in that. Uh, uh, no, I mean, it's basically what you can see in the picture is is sort of the extent of the size almost. Can I, can I press close doors and go at the same time? You certainly can. Would you like to try that? What happens? You press close doors and go. Something clicks within the box. Oh. Okay, press stop. There is another click within the box. Ta-da! And out the bottom of the box, a key drops. You have solved the how to train a tube driver key puzzle. Because it turns out it's not very hard. It's close the doors, go and stop. That's all it takes. And 50 grand a year and then going on strike, you cheeky bastards, seems excessive. Yeah, but this is London. Isn't 50 grand a year like, you know, buy you maybe a packet of crisps and a pot? They get free train travel. They can live wherever the fuck they want. Greedy bastards. But that's how that this that you you've solved the puzzle of the look how hard it is to be a train tube driver uh, key close the doors go and stop. <laughs> Congratulations. I d- I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not. <laughs> um, ben, do you want to relate to us how you actually worked on the trains for years? I worked on the trains for years, like four years. Um, There's got to be a funny story in there somewhere. That's, that's kind of the idea. There are, there are a few. I, I don't really know. I mean, none that relate to this. Um, okay. There's just various 
ramblings. Okay, so with our uh, with our three keys, with the control key, the uh, the flange good times key, and what's it been? <laughs> it was the the flange. The the uh, dodgy Derek's feculent flange key with dodgy Derek's dodgy Derek with what Ben said dirty Derek's flatulent flange key that works yeah so with that key Chris's key and the isn't it hard to be a tube driver key control key oh I, I made a pun we uh, like I stooped <laughs> that low <laughs> I, I was impressed Chris I liked it uh, we we unlock the padlocks locking the weird poly twiddly barrier. And we very awkwardly kind of push ourselves through one at a time with that kind of click, 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 thunk motion. Uh, and we've escaped. Uh, and we've done it in less than an hour. So we've escaped the unionists. Hooray! Brilliant. So uh, thanks very much for listening. You can subscribe to us on all of your favorite uh, apps and feeds. Uh, we're on Podbean. Uh, we're also now listed on iTunes. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the episode. And Pocket Casts. Oh, and Podcasts. Pocket Casts. Are we on Pocket Casts? Okay, we're on Pocket Casts. Um, we'll also soon be on Stitcher and the... Other cool ones, which are neat. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, thank you very much, and we'll see you next time. Bye bye. Bye bye. I love that we always do such a high energy bye bye. Bye. Bye.